This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 667. Anywho, as to increasing your IELTS scores... You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today, you'll learn formal and informal transition phrases to move onward and upward on your next IELTS exam. This podcast has helped thousands of people get the scores they need on IELTS. With two new free episodes every week, you get advice on everything IELTS, from idioms to academic vocabulary, grammar to pronunciation, and even test strategies for every part of the exam. Don't miss an episode. Hit follow right now. Hey, Lindsay, what's going on? Hey, Jessica, not much. I'm just full of energy. I'm ready to go for 2019. So ready to go. Yes. Um, as we're recording this, guys, Lindsay and I have had a, a little bit of a holiday, a little bit of a vacation. And yeah. now both of us are like, oh, can't wait to work. Yes. We can't wait to help you guys with IELTS and figure out more ways to help you increase your scores. Yeah, I have a feeling this is going to be a big year for our students in IELTS. A lot of people are going to achieve their goals and get to their target countries, get past IELTS, right? Definitely. Getting closer to 2020, it's the time to do it, right? Big turning point, right, for people in their lives. Yeah. Time to do it. I am feeling that because I turn 39 tomorrow, which oh means <laughs> that I'm almost 40. And that's like, Whoa. that's really in my head right now because I'm like, okay, I turned 40 <laughs> in 2020. Like, these are the things wow. that I want to have done, you know? Whoa, so, that's big. It is big. So guys, I mean, you're looking towards really big deadlines and goals as well. And three keys guarantees that you increase your score, you guys. Okay, so you're going to hear from one of our students, Paloma. You're going to hear from her tomorrow, more details on how she did on her most recent exam. But just real fast, guys, she went from a 6.5 to an 8 in reading. Like, wow. Whew, that's yeah. awesome. How did she do that? I mean, how did she, I mean, she had the right system, but I mean, what is one thing that she did? I mean, just to give us a hint for tomorrow. Yeah. So she, she does talk about how vital the strategies are, of course, but yeah. just as an extra thing, you guys, she pushed herself. She got 20 books in English and read yes. all of them. Whoa. <laughs> I know. That's amazing. Oh, that is, that's so it. Amazing. That's right. When you make your IELTS your job, right? That's kind of yes. what it requires. Not just having a good strategy system, but also making it your job. You come home from work. That's what you're doing, right? You're exactly. focusing 100% on it. Yeah. Exactly. And guys, you know, you're going to, you're going to hear about this tomorrow, but we do talk about how to fit the right amount of IELTS practice into your plan, whether it's your first test or whether you're preparing for another exam and you work full time. So definitely stay tuned tomorrow because Paloma and I have a fantastic conversation. 
<laughs> awesome. I love it. I love it. So what are we getting into today then? Are we talking about writing, speaking? Where are we going today? We're doing both of those actually. Good question. Mm. Um, we had an awesome question about how to use anyway, just that word and if it's appropriate in writing. So we thought of some more transition phrases you guys could use in both formal and informal speaking and writing. So how do we move on to another point, right? So anyway, like we use that all the time. I say that a lot. Yeah, for sure. And this may be a missing piece for a lot of our students, but it's so important when it comes to the IELTS exam. This is one of the things the examiner looks for. So we can't ignore this when we prepare. Exactly, guys. So this is a great question because it's about the general training letter. And I'll tell you why it's so important in a second. But Lindsay, can you read uh, the student's question? Yes. Let me just pull it up here. Okay, here we go. So the student says, in the informal letter, can we start the conclusion part with a sentence like this? Anyway, I have tons of photos of these moments and I sent the best ones with this letter. Is anyway convenient for in, an informal letter or is it still too informal? Thanks in advance. That's mm. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So the answer is, yeah, it's completely, perfectly appropriate for the informal letter because what makes it informal is that we write like we speak. Right? right? So we use anyway when we're speaking. And so that's what you want to use in your writing. So the one point that I wanted to make just right away about this, especially for the general training students, is even in your informal letters, the examiner still looks for cohesion coherence. You still have to have transitions, but you can't be using formal ones. Like if he was saying, you know, like regarding the photos in this letter, like that would be weird. Mm. So. Yeah. That would so be guys, yeah. So it's really important to have these informal transitions like the word anyway to use in your letters. But then for everyone, you should be using these in speaking part one and part two. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're tone deaf if you're not kind of using the right informal or formal way, right? You can't, right. <laughs> you know, you, you wouldn't send you're tone a, deaf, you're tone like deaf right? You wouldn't send a letter to a friend in such a formal way and vice versa. You wouldn't send an informal letter in a formal situation. So we got to know what kind of letter we're writing here. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. So that's the first one, guys, using any way um, to move on. And I think this is also a great opportunity for pronunciation because we're not just like, anyway, I sent letters, right? We're yeah. just like, anyway. <laughs> yeah. It is a good opportunity to stretch things out, right? And get those pronunciations. So so now we're moving from writing over to the speaking part, right? Yes. Moving the yes. speaking. Okay. Yes. I know. I'm all over the place. <laughs> You're all over the See, place. This is how excited I am to be talking about IELTS again on the podcast. There's just too many things to say. So, okay. Yeah. Great for writing. Did Check. And also good for speaking. Okay. Just good to know. Good to know. <laughs> all right. So what is another word that we could use instead of anyway? Well, so when it comes to speaking, I mean, another informal way would be anyhow. Right. Yes. Yeah. I don't use that at all, but I know other people do. Yeah. This is something I feel like I used to hear kids use when I was a kid. I feel like other kids used to use it a lot. Really? Oh, funny. I feel like it's an old person thing to say, Mm, but that doesn't matter for IELTS, right? I mean, if you guys use this in either the informal letter or speaking part one or part two, it is perfect, and it's interesting. So I think this is great for to use on your test. 
Yeah, I think this would be great. So yeah, so informally speaking. And then there's another one with this any. And what is that? Super informal. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, anywho, <laughs> it sounds weird. Like, I think our students listening might be like, is, is that a word? Do, is mm-hmm. that right? Yes, you right. guys. It is yeah. a word. <laughs> I know. And it's it's probably shocking for a lot of our listeners to think that something like this in the right place at the right time could increase your score. I mean, that's yeah. why it's such a myth that we have to be formal all the time. That's not what the examiner wants. It depends on which part of the speaking test we're in. Exactly. Exactly. So again, this is great for informal letters, but I think this would be perfect for speaking part two. If you um, dive in, if you like dive into a side story, right? And yeah. then you sort of, you reach the end of that little side story and then you bring yourself back by saying, mm. anywho. So yeah. the problem was, right? Like that would be perfect for like orientating yourself in speaking yeah. part two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And and we can guarantee that other students would not be using that. So, Ooh, no, you know, definitely not. Yeah. So the examiner, I mean, you know, if the examiner doesn't hear anything like that all day and then all of a sudden you walk in and you're using words like this, that's going to make you stand apart and it's got to give you that higher score. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. So formal. So for formal letters, for writing task two and speaking part three. Okay. So mm-hmm. the ones we're going to talk about now could be applied to those parts of the IELTS test. Okay. Because these are formal, um, transition phrases, guys. So the first one, regardless, this is kind of unique though. It's not exactly the same as like moving on to another point. I think this is really useful for in speaking part three, especially when again, like maybe you've kind of wandered. Maybe you've kind of like gone into, uh, like a personal example of something. Yeah. Or maybe you want to switch to give another side of something. So, for example, if the examiner asks you about, um, like, should children wear school uniforms, right? And you say, well, you know, it would make getting dressed for school a lot easier and maybe it would detract from the bullying. And then maybe you want to switch to another opinion or another mm-hmm. side. You'd be like, you know what? Regardless of those advantages, though, I still don't think school uniforms are a good idea. And then support that. Yeah. And this also lines it up so you have the opportunity to show your pronunciation, a variation in your tone. I mean, it's it's great. It's great. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you use this in just like daily conversation? Do you use regardless? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. I think I do. Maybe not in super casual conversations, like not around the house with roommates right. and stuff. But like, yeah, in kind of more elevated conversations. I think I would. I think I would. I think I yeah. do for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, just just quickly though, you might hear a native speaker say irregardless, <laughs> and that is not a word, just so everyone knows because that bothers me. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. What are some more general ways we can move on to another mm. point? Well, we had talked about as to, right? Mm, and using this as to is kind of a way to point to something else. Yeah. Right. Point to the next idea. Yeah. So, you know, as to your previous idea, this is what I think. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So this is perfect in in, for, in um, formal letters or task two or speaking part three when maybe you have another bullet point to talk about or another mm-hmm. part of the question to address. Mm-hmm. This is perfect. So like Lindsay said, it's followed by naming the specific point, right, that you're going right. to talk about. So it's a great for a topic sentence. So you'd be like, as 
as to the disadvantages or as to my questions about traveling abroad. So it's, yeah, that's, it's perfect. I love it. Yeah. And then yeah. turning to what is used exactly the same way. Mm, I like that one too. Also could work in formal situations, mm. right? The writing task two, more formal, speaking part three. I like it. I like it. Yeah, Turning for two. Sure. Mm. So, so remember good. guys that your cohesion coherence score, you have to use tons and tons of linking words, right? Yeah. We know that. Um, but a lot of uh, times students forget that you should be using transition phrases at the beginning of your paragraphs as well, not just between the sentences. So the phrases today, these are great for the beginnings of paragraphs. Yeah, so good to know. I mean, this is the stuff that we need to know. And it's not just knowing it, right? It's practicing it and practicing mm -hmm. it in the right way. I mean, that's what we do in Three Keys IELTS. I mean, that's where it all comes from. Exactly, exactly. And that's something that Paloma will mention tomorrow as well, you guys, about her writing score was what she learned from getting feedback from me on writing and what she knows that she needs to still work on, right? She knows she needs to improve these things because she got feedback from me. So guys, if you are in the course, remember, we do do writing feedback via email and it is it's so beneficial to see what an outside person would say, right? You know, it's so hard to grade your own writing. You don't know yeah. what's missing or what what you need to change, right? So I mm -hmm. do encourage you guys to get feedback on your writing from someone who really knows what the exam needs. Yeah, that's what it's all about. That's what, and right now we have a special offer, guys, for our podcast listeners. So if you're a listener of the podcast, you get a special bonus called How to Wake Up the Examiner because, you know, your average student makes the examiner fall asleep and that, <laughs> therefore, <laughs> that student gets a six. But the students in our course don't do that. They get higher scores than that, right? So Jessica, where can our listeners go to grab that bonus and the course? Exactly, guys. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash basic, and that's the whole course, or allearsenglish.com forward slash coach, and that's where you get the whole course and those Skype sessions with me, so you get one-on-one -on -one personalized feedback. All right. Sounds good. Awesome. This has been a good topic, guys. This is the vocabulary you need. This is what you need to know to get that seven or higher and make 2019 the year we get past IELTS. Let's do yes! it. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. So inspirational. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. All right, Jessica, thanks for hanging out. And guys, come back. Tune in tomorrow where you're going to meet Paloma. That's going to be great. Really yeah, good. Yeah, it's an awesome episode. All right. So cool. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day, Lindsay. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. 
Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.